Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, mall terror threat, the warning from intelligence officials. Members of ISIS could be planning an attack this Halloween weekend. How the terror group is inciting lone wolf attacks. Security patrols beefed up at malls in Virginia. What the Department of Homeland Security is saying about the credible threats. Mini doses for kids. The FDA says it's okay for children as young as five to get a Pfizer COVID vaccine. All the details parents should know. Plus, if you've had COVID, do you still need a shot? The new study tonight. Queen's Health Scare. New concerns out of Buckingham Palace as doctors order the 95-year-old monarch to rest for two weeks. The president and the pope. Pope Francis weighs in on the dispute with American bishops over giving President Biden communion. Severe weather alert. The Mid-Atlantic braces for what could be the worst tidal flooding in nearly two decades. Emergency landing. Look at this. A plane lands on a busy interstate. CBS News exclusive. More tonight from our interview with Uma Abedin, Hillary Clinton's closest aide. And an update on Dads on Duty, who helped straighten out a troubled school by their message of hope is spreading across America. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us as we begin this Halloween weekend with a very real threat. Tonight's security is being beefed up at malls and shopping centers just outside here in the nation's capital. This is all stemming from what authorities say is a credible threat from ISIS to attack sometime in the next few days. The terror group has been working to incite attacks inside the U.S. and has been emboldened by the American withdrawal from Afghanistan. This new threat comes at a busy time. It's not just Halloween weekend. 
But Virginia is also about to elect a new governor. Well, there's a lot of new information to get to, and CBS's Catherine Harridge leads us off tonight from here in Washington. Good evening, Catherine. North tonight, law enforcement officials say they are acting at an abundance of caution, but it's also clear they are actively assessing this new intelligence. Police in northern Virginia, just outside Washington, D.C., are on a heightened state of alert. A new law enforcement warning of a potential threat against malls and shopping centers. We have increased our police presence throughout the county to include major thoroughfares, transit hubs, shopping plazas, and shopping malls. Sources tell CBS News the threat originated with ISIS, the international terrorist group, and is the basis for the alert. Police say the increased law enforcement presence will be in place through the Halloween weekend. It's just our responsibility to have a greater presence, uh, to be more aware, and to ask the community to have their eyes and ears peeled uh, for suspicious activities. ISIS has been more active since the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan in August. Officials say threats from the group and al-Qaeda are accelerating. Homeland Security's intelligence chief said this week the terror groups want individuals to act on their own, so-called lone wolf attacks overseas and at home. Right now we're seeing a dramatic increase or an increase uh, in online activity by media operations associated with different al-Qaeda elements uh, and the Islamic State. As investigators learn more about the threat, officials said the law enforcement presence could be extended through Tuesday's governor's race in Virginia. Nora? Catherine Harridge, thank you very much. And there's new information tonight for those asking questions about natural immunity. A new study from the CDC found that unvaccinated people who recovered from COVID are actually five times more likely to get infected again than those who are vaccinated with Pfizer or Moderna. That means that vaccine immunity is far superior than natural immunity. And it comes as there's breaking news about Pfizer's mini dose of vaccine for kids as young as five. Here's CBS's Meg Oliver. Tonight, the FDA authorized the Pfizer vaccine for children ages 5 to 11, saying it was nearly 91% effective in preventing COVID. A CDC advisory committee is expected to decide Tuesday whether to give the final green light, which would clear the way for more than 28 million children to begin receiving shots as soon as Wednesday. Our actions today, plus uh, CDC's recommendations next week, Help us get closer to hopefully closing another chapter in this pandemic. Parents like Rachel Baker welcome the news. Her 10-year-old son, Jay, took part in the clinical trial at Cincinnati Children's Hospital. After Jay got the shot, I was just completely um, relieved, you know, when we realized that even if we were to contract it, it'd be very unlikely that we'd have anything severe. Meanwhile, the deadline has passed for New York City municipal workers to prove they are at least partially vaccinated or face unpaid leave beginning Monday. There is no option for a testing alternative. Despite some vocal opposition to the mandate, all but about 12% of city workers are at least partially vaccinated. But about 20% of the police department and nearly 30% of the fire department are not, setting up a potential showdown with the mayor over one of the toughest vaccine mandates in the nation. For the mayor to turn around and say we can run this department with 25 to 35% less members is ignoring the fact that we can't even keep firehouses open today. Mayor Bill de Blasio said he believed there would be a last-minute rush to get shots to save jobs. Can we do the things we need to do, first of all, 
to keep this city safe for the long run. Well, that means getting people vaccinated. Yes, we can do that. With more than 80% of New York City police at least partially vaccinated, today NYPD police commissioners said they will be able to make up for any staffing shortages by reassigning officers to patrol duty and temporarily stopping training. Nora. And Meg, is it true the trash isn't being picked up in New York City? That's another big concern, Nora. You can see along city streets that there are more trash bags that are piling up. All right, Meg Oliver, thanks so much. Well, tonight there are new concerns over the health of Britain's Queen Elizabeth. The Queen's doctors have told her to stay home for another two weeks, forcing her to miss an upcoming military event. CBS's Charlie Daggett reports from London. All right. Oh, my God. This Border Patrol confrontation with Anastasio Hernandez Rojas, who is handcuffed at the bottom of the... Chance to see you, if only mechanically, this morning. Part of the light duty she's been conducting this week. But then tonight came that announcement from the palace saying, in part, following on from their recent advice that the queen should rest for a few days, doctors have advised she should continue to rest for at least the next two weeks. It comes after the 95-year-old monarch underwent tests in the hospital last week and, it later emerged, ended up spending the night, the first overnight stay in eight years. Then earlier this week, the announcement that the head of state would not be attending the International Climate Summit in Scotland on Monday. The palace won't say what's ailing the queen or what came of those medical examinations. But they're hopeful Her Majesty will be well enough to attend Remembrance Sunday services on November 14th, a major annual event on the royal calendar. We are told tonight the Queen remains in good spirits. She recorded a video message for that climate summit. And this is just a sensible precaution from her medical team. Nora. Charlie Daggett, thank you very much. Well, history was made today at the Vatican for just the second time a Catholic U.S. president met the Pope. JFK met Pope Paul in 1963, and today, President Biden visited with Pope Francis. The president later tried to patch things up with America's oldest ally. And CBS's Nancy Cordes reports tonight from Rome. America's second Catholic president made his first stop today at the Vatican to reconnect with Pope Francis. You are the most significant warrior for peace I've ever met. Even the cardinals expressed surprise when a private conversation between the two men lasted 75 minutes. President Biden's pro-choice stance and his support for same-sex marriage recently prompted some conservative U.S. bishops to suggest he be banned from taking communion. Mr. Biden said today the Pope disagrees. The president is in Rome for the annual G20 summit, a gathering of the world's most powerful leaders. Today, Mr. Biden issued this abject apology to one of them, French President Emmanuel Macron. What we did was clumsy. It was not done with a lot of grace. He was referring to a secret deal the U.S. cut with Australia to replace French-made nuclear submarines with American ones. I was under the impression that um, France had been informed long before that the deal was not going through. I honest to God did not know you had not been. 
France lost tens of billions of dollars. Negative for la France. The White House has been trying to patch things up ever since. And now what's important is precisely to be sure that such a situation will not be possible for our future. Despite today's attempts at detente, it is clear some hard feelings remain. After the meeting, Macron was asked whether the rift had been repaired. His response, we clarified together what we needed to clarify. Nora. All right, Nancy Cordes, thank you. Well, tonight, flood alerts are posted along much of the East Coast from southern Virginia to Maine. Tidal floodwaters swamped the streets of Annapolis, Maryland, and the wharf right here in D.C. today. And heading into the weekend, millions from the Mid-Atlantic to New England are getting another blast of heavy rain and powerful wind. Let's get the forecast from CBS's Lonnie Quinn. Hey there, Lonnie. Well, hello, Nora. I got to tell you, when you look at the radar picture, which we'll do right now, Anywhere from Illinois east, you've got nasty weather out there, but the toughest condition, like you were just showing everybody, is in the northeast. We've got some major flooding out there. Look for those little specks of purple on the map, because purple shows you major flooding. It's a problem for the Delaware River in Philadelphia, a big problem for the Potomac, as you showed us in D.C., and the Chesapeake Bay in general is going to have some problematic flooding out there tonight. I want to time it out for you, because you get to 2 o'clock in the morning, this storm, which is not the biggest storm we've had, but it's coming on the heels of a nor'easter, so your ground is already saturated. You've got 50-mile-per-hour winds in Long Island at around 2 a.m. You get to say Saturday during the day. It's toughest during the overnight hours. You get a break, but by Saturday evening, another batch of some heavy weather comes into the area, primarily anywhere from, say, New York up into the Boston area. Then it will sort of clear out. For Halloween, I've got good news. Up until now, we've had storm after storm after storm. You want to go trick-or-treating as the Gloucester fishermen, but it clears out for trick-or-treat time come Halloween for all the kids in the Northeast. A bit of good news to end on. Nora, it's all yours. Good. We don't want people to be spooked on Halloween with the weather. No, you got to work with right. the weather's right. Lonnie Quinn, thank you. Well, today, the sheriff of Albany, New York, said he did not intend for a criminal complaint against former Governor Andrew Cuomo to become public so soon. The DA and Cuomo's accuser weren't given a heads up. But the sheriff insists there's overwhelming evidence against Cuomo, who is accused in the complaint of groping a woman last year. He has been ordered to answer the misdemeanor charge in court next month. Cuomo's lawyer denies the allegation. All right, tonight, a little-known unit within the U.S. Border Patrol is being accused of interfering in investigations of fatal encounters involving its agents. And now there are calls for congressional hearings to reinvestigate cases long dismissed. Enrique Acevedo of 60 Minutes Plus has our CBS News investigation. Oh my God. This Border Patrol confrontation with Anastasio Hernandez Rojas, who is handcuffed at the bottom of this melee, led to his death in 2010. Local and federal investigations found the agent's use of lethal force justifiable. There was some attempt to make the claim that Anastasio was up or was trying to kick or resist when we know that he was face down with agents on top of him. Hernandez family attorney Eugene Iridale says those investigations relied on evidence that was tampered with by a previously unknown unit within Border Patrol called a critical incident team or set team. People that we have talked to have described said teams as their cleanup crews. Is that an accurate description? I would call them washing machines. Whatever you put in comes out clean. According to documents obtained by CBS News, said teams were created with a fundamental responsibility to preserve and protect the integrity of Border Patrol and its personnel. A spokesperson for U.S. Customs and Border Protection told CBS News that there has been significant reform to set teams since the Hernandez case in 2010 with strong accountability measures in place. 
But in June, when Mexican national Marisol Garcia was shot in the head by a Border Patrol agent in Nogales, Arizona, Nogales police, despite having jurisdiction, reported staying back to secure a perimeter for the set team. Garcia said she wasn't interviewed by local police or the FBI. One would think that an agency which desires to be transparent, responsible, and fair would want to have someone interview the victim of a shooting. Since the 2010 death of Anastasio Hernandez Rojas, more than 150 people have had fatal encounters with Border Patrol. No agent has been held criminally liable. Enrique Acevedo, CBS News, Miami. Turning now to a CBS News exclusive, Huma Abedin has been by Hillary Clinton's side for the last 25 years, while she was first lady, secretary of state, and ultimately the Democratic candidate for president. But Abedin was pushed into the spotlight when her husband, then New York Congressman Anthony Weiner, sent explicit photos to other women while they were married. Married. Well, now she's speaking out in her first television interview. So if Hillary Clinton were here and I would ask her, what does she most value about Huma Abedin? What do you think she would say? I think she would say her loyalty. And I would say the same about her. Mm. I have tested that. Not intentionally, but I have tested it. How? Well, I've made her life difficult with things that have happened in my personal life. And Huma Abedin will talk about her personal life, her marriage to Anthony Weiner, and whether it cost Hillary Clinton the presidency in 2016. It's an interview you won't want to miss on CBS Sunday morning. Lawyer. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. There's for the 24-year-old armorer in charge of weapons on the movie set where Alec Baldwin accidentally shot and killed his cinematographer say she has no idea where the live ammunition came from. Hannah Gutierrez-Reed says she complained of being overworked and undertrained and is blaming the tragedy on the movie's producers, accusing them of trying to cut costs. All right, we want to turn now to Pumpkin Center, Louisiana, where it's a lucky Halloween weekend for a pilot and his passengers. Take a look at this. The plane clips a pickup truck as it makes an emergency landing on a busy interstate with cars zooming all around it. All three people in the plane and the person in the truck are okay. CBS's Steve Hartman has done it again. His story about dads on duty is the most shared CBS News piece on Facebook this year, and it may have launched a national movement. Here's tonight's On the Road. This is crazy. Michael Lafitte says, what a difference a week makes. Nothing's the same. It's all your fault, Steve. I didn't know this was going to happen. In a good way. In a good way. Michael says it all began after our story featuring Dads on Duty. Let's go. A group of about 40 dads who roamed the campus of Southwood High School in Shreveport, Louisiana. What's going on, buddy? Plagued with violence. The men showed up with the school's blessing. Another fight. After a rash of fights that saw 23 students arrested. Massive police response. And the kids say there hasn't been another incident since. 
We stopped fighting. People started going to class. How could that be? You ever heard of a look? A look? Dad looks. Let's make it to class, my son. And dad jokes. <laughs> the men say that's all it took to help turn things around. Nothing is more important than being a father. So just to be here makes a big difference. Do you think you stumbled onto something here? Absolutely. I think absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Boy, did they. Good morning. The story went viral. It has now been viewed more than 50 million times on social media. Absolutely in love with this story. Talk shows are talking. Deputized dads all over the world. People in other school districts are inquiring. And notables are taking note. And that's been the most remarkable part, that this has somehow rallied everyone, liberals and conservatives alike. No matter which side of the political end that you're on, we all have a love for children. We all have a love for doing what's right. Good morning. Michael says they now have enough momentum to take dads on duty nationwide. Let's make it. Kids, get ready for the look. (laughs) Steve Hartman, on the road, in Shreveport, Louisiana. Sunday on Face the Nation, Margaret Brennan's guests include Secretary of State Antony Blinken, Secretary of Commerce Gina Raimondo, and Democratic Congressman Ro Khanna. And if you can't watch us live, don't forget to set your DVR so you can watch us later. That is tonight's edition of the CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell in our nation's capital. We hope you have a happy and a safe Halloween. We'll see you on Monday. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car... Use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.